0: Hello, my friends, and welcome
1: to a very special edition of the Long Ash Podcast. Today, you might notice someone in the guest chair that is not our typical co-host, Secret Chris, but someone who I don't want to say is more special because Secret Chris is special to all of us. But we have an Illuminary here today. We have, I mean, he's the the cock of the walk, the top of the top, the legendary, the enigmatic, I'm just starting to make up words now, (laughs) the illustrious... Rafael Nadal is joining us. Rafael, hey, thank guys. you very much.
0: Thank you, Nick. It's great to be here. But it's not Rafael Nadal, the tennis players. I want you to know. So don't turn <laughs> off the thing. What is going on? It's a different <laughs> Rafael Nadal. It's funny. I was,
1: uh, we have um, an intern here named Alejandro, and he's taken over, posting a lot on our Instagram. And he was posting about this event that we're doing tonight. And he's like, "Oh, are these the right tags?" I'm like, "Yeah, you also you're gonna want to tag Rafael Nadal." And I'm like, "Not the tennis player, not the real one." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I didn't think." I'm like, he's like, "Oh, yeah, I thought it. Like, why should I tag the tennis player?" I'm like, "No, you're not, not him." No, listen, in this industry, you are the real one. You're the oh, realist of the real. Thank you. You are an absolute legend and a true gentleman. You're, you're that, that class of cigar manufacturer who has retained the you know the class aspect of uh, the gentlemanly aspect if you will of cigar manufacturing well so, you're
0: too kind i appreciate it well you're a big
1: inspiration rafael and um right now we are smoking i mean some some of your finest work which is uh the aging room cuatro nicaragua this was the 2020
0: this was the 2019 19- but he was the the whole year yeah. 2020 because they get it at the end of the year mm-hmm. 19 the Edging Room 4 Nicaragua but this is a special one i think you have something to do with this mm-hmm. this is the 50 anniversary yar 50 years mm-hmm. of yar right but then you said why don't we do it right it was your idea mm-hmm. why do we do it round instead of box press and i said you know i like challenges and i said great let's try this because it's, the truth is i tried these cigars round when we first Come out with a blend. It was a long time ago. And uh, when you gave me that idea, I said, "Wow, let's do that!" And I'm very happy that is made that that you that you suggested that.
1: Well, you when you were doing the, the testing the blend out, and you you secretly told me on a phone call, you're like, "Hey, don't tell anybody this," but I I, better, think, better. I think that the round <laughs> one is better than the box press. I immediately went on YouTube. Was like, "Listen, Raphael said this one is better, so you should buy this one from us." Uh, no, but the I mean, listen, I've always been a, an aging room fan, even before you kind of started working with with Altadis. Um, Back when you know, coming when you're coming out of the dr, but the progression just just this brand has made not not you you've made a whole other progression that we're going to get to, but the progression that this brand has made from very good but kind of like under the radar. Literally, the brand was called Boutique Blends, like very kind of small, um, but well respected, like kind of like an, those underground hits that, like, if you really know hip hop, you know this. To now, Oscar winning, kind of you know what's what's that. Kind of trajectory been like for you as as the the leader of the
0: brand? Well, it's a dream comes true um, uh, because you know I'm an artist at at, at heart, right? Mm. I mentioned that several times. Um, you know, I mean, I I love to create, and sometimes mm. when I was a musician, creating with music, and uh, but at the end, I just like to create, and then what this opportunity. Working with Altus USA and Tabacalera USA has given me is a bigger canvas, right, mm. and uh, more paints, right. Sometimes mm-hmm. when you are doing it on your own, you're very restricted in the in what you can do because you know economic situations, uh, resources is a, is a very important part. But now I've been given a bigger canvas, mm-hmm. so I'm an artist to be able to create. Um, in in a bigger stage, uh, it's just an amazing opportunity. So to work with these blends uh, to create, so you know the thing is, is I'm only we are only limited by our imagination. Exactly, we can do as much as we can. There's no excuse to say, well, I wish I could do this. <laughs> no, no, no. I can do it. It's just if I don't do it, it's because I just cannot think of it. Right. But it's an amazing opportunity.
1: Would you, so obviously there's, there's great new opportunity. There's a lot more opportunity when you're working with a bigger company with more access to tobacco, et cetera. But I'm sure that working on a bigger scale has its own challenges that maybe you didn't have when you were kind of just on your own. You want to talk about those a little bit?
0: Yeah. uh, Well, the biggest one for me, the the biggest challenge for me is, you know, when you have a small company and you have a small brand, you create a couple of blends a year perhaps. And, um, and so you take, you take your time because there's a lot of other things that you're doing, you know, you are sweeping the floor, you fixing the bathroom, you know, It's, it's a whole other level level. But, Now we produce a lot of blends. So uh, basically, it is always creating, creating, and uh, working. So today, for example, I will not smoke a lot of the cigars that I'm already promoting or we come out on the market. I'm already smoking cigars from two to three years from now. I'm on the next next wave of cigars that we're doing. And um, so the creation... Um, it's, it's very important. The process is very important. And what it really has helped me out is the relationship with our suppliers, with our mm. vendors, with our friends like is A.J. Fernandez, tobaccos that have been visiting for 20, 20-some 20 years, um, fields that I've been visiting, the tobacco process that I've been visiting. Mm. And that has made it a little bit easier. Right. But if I had to tell you, if I had started at this Job now with another background, twenty-some years of knowing the tobacco, the providers, and and the relationship. I don't think it's it's possible to right. do. this. It. it's a difficult part.
1: Yes, you, you know you are involved in so much. You know, Altadis being the the size of the company and the legendary brands that it has. You are and you're really involved in the blending of just about each and every one. Totally, each and every one. How do you separate? like a work cigar from a pleasure cigar, if you know what I mean. How, in your mind, how can you kind of separate that when it's, you know, we've all seen the pictures, you're relaxing, beachfront, you got your, your, your crab, or maybe a nice glass of wine. You know, how do you separate that in your mind from like, no, I have to focus on this because there's going to be tweaks or just I'm just going to enjoy this and have a nice time?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and you're right, we have to separate that because this, that's when I just – um, I smoke cigars for the judgment. I don't, I'm not critical about it. I'm not talking about the notes, I'm not talking about the smoking, I'm not talking, I just enjoy it. And and you know, a perfect example, it was last night. So last night, yesterday I worked in my house, in the office a lot. I had some cigars that I still needed to uh to taste at home. I get home and my wife said, Let's, you know, uh the 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 stone crab season came in mm-hmm. and she said, Oh, let's have a, you know, go and get the stone crab. I said, No, no, I have to still work a little bit I need to have these cigars so I you know was testing some cigars taking notes and that's work mm. so yeah you enjoy it, but it's, it's not the same so I finish I go and get the, the stone crabs and the wines and opening this by the way I only bought two for each one of us and uh, you know, I was so hungry and ended up getting more <laughs> cheese and uh, and thing because I've been smoking all, all day and I was just very hungry. So when I finished, my wife said, oh, let's go and uh, see the news and things. No, no, I'm going to smoke a cigar. She said, wait a minute, you have been smoking... <laughs> All these cigars a exactly. Yeah, but I was working. Now, now I am going to enjoy the cigar. Right. And there's a big difference because you just enjoy it. You do the pairing, you enjoy the moment, but it's not about the product itself. It's about the the moment.
1: Exactly. I mean, it's the same with kind of any art form. You know, if you're... Uh, a songwriter or a guitar player there's times when you're working and creating your own music where you're in the lab and you're tweaking different things and there's another time you're just like playing freebird just because I just want to I just it's nice and easy for me to play I want to enjoy it uh, by the way you know you've made it when you're like no I can't have stone crab right now I got to work <laughs> we got to save the stone crab for a couple hours um by the way they were good the first one oh, of I, the can I can imagine eh? I can imagine listen I am not there's only two guys in this industry where i look at their instagram and i'm jealous and it's you and michael herklotz oh, michael. because you guys just have the style i'm like that's old like jazz le- like yeah that's you have like a, like a jazz sense about you like just cool living the dream but and I that's what i, I aspire with michael to michael
0: because i think michael travel with his own photographer he has to you know oh, yeah, he's to. got looks all this great picture he's in great shape and you know he's just the the whole uh, the whole attitude and a the style there's a good friend and a yeah, guy that i love
1: we did a photo so, shoot with him for our, uh, cigar, mag- for our cigar magazine and one of the days it was like oh just do more dress more casual he still came i'm like this is a thousand dollars worth of casual you're wearing this is some crazy exactly exactly so i want to talk a little bit about you know uh before we get into kind of Altidus at large and the big plans for Altidus, but Adrian specifically, you've had some huge hits the past few years, some highly ranked hits. Bin number two is one of my favorites. Um, The, uh the, obviously the Quattro Nicaragua. What are some of your older, you know, kind of we we'll call it pre USA blends that you like reaching back into? Cause you, you, like I said, you had, you were rated in the top 10, I believe with, uh, Oh, I can't remember, was it the, no, the bin number well, one. La Boheme. The La, Boheme, uh, and La was,
0: Boheme. and we have a series of Agents Room uh, M356 started. The 356, That yeah. M356. Um, you know, again, how I how we conceived the Agents Room brand was to be a laboratory of ideas, right? Right. Create different things. I knew I couldn't compete with the major companies that have a lot of money, a lot of resources. uh, And uh, the idea was to create unique blends. Hmm. Uh, Listen, if we only have this tobacco to create it. And by the way, it turns out that that's that's a winning formula. That's what we try to do in Alta this right. now. So it, it worked out fantastically. Um so we had we started with the M356. It was our before that we had the SWAG, we had the Oliveros and you know, all of those. But the age room was actually the line that really put us on the on the map. Uh the M356 and the Quattro. We got the number two cigar of the year in 2013. Mm. And then we come out with a brand called um, La Boheme and it's, it's a brand actually the only one that was in the top 25 of every single cigar magazine in the world mm. uh, Russia, Germany, Switzerland uh, um, um, uh, European Cigar Journal Cigar Aficionados C- uh, uh, Cigar Snob and uh, and Cigar and Experience so every single magazine that published this type of thing of 25 cigars of the year we were included so that was good um, we bring in some 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 great ideas from the past. We're mm. moving it forward, mm-hmm. so we're really looking into the bag and and creating some new things. And we have some great surprises coming in in the agent uh, agent room uh, next line. We also did the the rare collection, which is a new project, right?
1: The rare collection that when that came out last year. So I don't know if you know I'm not a, a necessarily a big ring gauge guy, but I know that
0: they they all the the smallest yeah, 52, one was like 55 a, and uh, 60 and yeah. a 60,
1: and I talked to 55 and I'm like, man, something about this works like it just really it really played very nicely in those bigger ring gauge sizes.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, because there's some tobacco snake that really uh develop better if they are bigger ring size, depending right. on the wrapper, depending on the quality of the wrapper. So these um this collection was envisioned as the DNA of the brand. So basically what we're doing is whenever we find, and only when we find a great tobacco that is limited, it's rare, it's unique, uh, and then we come out with this. Mm -hmm. So we don't have, thanks God, the necessity to come out with the brand just because coming out with the brand. And let me tell you, that happened as well. Mm -hmm. And that is something that we're not doing with the brand. So if this we find this tobacco, we're doing it. Whenever we find that tobacco.
1: And that's so, that's a, that's a very smart move because I, I I think that th- there used to be a trend um that obviously you live through like every year you gotta have one or two new thing. But I'm seeing guys like you, I'm seeing guys like Michael Heraclotz, for example, who are like, no, like we don't need to come out with a brand new thing every year. We wanna work on our portfolio when it's when something special comes along, we can do that, but we wanna work on maintaining the quality. And I think that's a really important aspect. And I applaud people who kind of go in that direction. Um, Absolutely. So you are, you know, obviously the head of product capability for Altidus. You're involved in all the major cigar projects. um, And you kind of have almost four facilities at your disposal. Uh... Um, obviously the two Altidus ones, you have the, the newly renovated Tabacalera de Garcia, Fle de, Flor de Copan in Honduras, which is, I think had a major uptick in, in production. The Henry Clay Warhawk coming out of there, a highly rated cigar.
0: Yeah, San Luis Rey The San, San Luis
1: Rey Carenas, And then also you uh, collaborate very often with uh, Néstor Placencia and A.J. Fernandez. When you are, you know, in terms of working with these factories, do you kind of have a plan of, I need a project for this factory, this factory, this factory. Or do you have an idea for the cigar and then you have to decide which factory to go to? How, do, how does it work? How does the yeah, process yeah begin? So
0: as a company, you're right. We have the two facilities in Dominican Republic, the Tabacalera de Garcia, that has been uh, over 55 years uh, of existence, But we just moved to a new facility now. Mm. And Tabacalera Flor de Copan, which is uh, celebrating 46 years. Mm. It's a lot of years in both of these factories. A lot of knowledge, great staff. Great tobacco, but in Nicaragua we don't have a factory. So what we do is we uh, team up with Placencia and A.J. Fernandez. But every one of those have their uniqueness on hmm. the type of tobacco and how they process. So we already know their their strength, and that's why we partner with them in these uh, projects. So whenever we always leave. Um, searching for, for ideas and searching for tobacco. At the end of the day, this is like a game. You try right. and you smoke and you right. play. And, you know, some of the things go well, some of the things do not exactly. well. Thanks God we only put out the things that go yeah. well. <laughs> we don't, you For each one that goes well, there are hundreds that hmm. are not good. But, you know, so it's all about playing and and, hmm. and 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 just uh, trying an error. And then we know their their strength and they, we go with that. So whenever we have a new project in mind or sometimes a project is actually because, you know, I approach blending uh, as a musical, you know, I'm a hmm. musical person. Um, that's what I studied since I was six years old. So I approach the blending process and the creation process just like we do uh, a, a, a musical composition sometimes it comes to you sometimes you have to work hard for right. it you have to sit down and say, yeah, and it, it will come but once it comes you know whether it's good or bad right exactly so once and that's what we do with these two factories we have been fantastically um a, wor- a relationship working because more than that is a trust and the relationship hmm. and then the other thing comes along
1: so what would you say uh for each one we'll start with aj just because i mean it- probably the biggest name right now biggest facility he's making cigars for for everybody what would you say are the major strengths like like what are the characteristics that you know if you go to AJ this cigar is going to have these characteristics and that's what we're looking so, for
0: so um in both of them um i think the uniqueness though is the the capability to Dream right. Mm. So, AJ is a dreamer at heart. AJ is a risk taker. AJ comes with an idea. Let's develop. And I never presented an idea, which I sometimes I feel like, hey, they're gonna laugh at me. <laughs> but never has laughed and said, you know, maybe we can do that. Maybe let's work that. And uh, so, AJ is like dream it, and they'll come right. right. And um and he. Just love to be created, come on with many different ideas, and take risks. Things work, things do not work. But he allows the fermentation process, the different tobaccos on the different farms. He has just expanded his business in in uh, Esteli dramatically. He produces uh, tobacco, most of what he produces. Um, he, uh, uh, makes uh, the tobacco uses grown by him, so he's always in search of the next different things and looking for different flavors all the time. So, he um, is very unique on that sense. Um, Placencia at the same time also. Look for the possibilities. Mm. Look for the. Both have that in common. But Placencia grows a lot of tobacco for a lot of people, right? right. So they estimate that I don't know, how maybe sixty to seventy percent of every single cigar in the United States is either made by him or has components right, from him. that he grows. That's, that's a lot of numbers, right? Whether those numbers are wrong or not, it's uh, you know, it's 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 an amazing uh, uh, amount of cigars and tobacco that he produces. So he's very solid on the Habanos. Uh, seen uh habano seed grown in, in Nicaragua and Honduras and he also has operation in Honduras so he gives a little bit of uh, a different aspects to it so there's growing mostly and two unique flavor profile and two unique characteristics that we can do
1: right yeah, yeah. i feel like aj is kind of like this uh, prodigy you know like taking over the industry but then the Placencias have this lineage of knowledge oh, and experience oh, going back years of exactly. experience yeah it, and i i am i was so excited um when they first came out with the uh, alma fuerte i remember i interviewed Nestor uh, right the year that came out because working in the industry, you know cigars, that Placenti, they Absolutely. might not have the Placentia name, but you know that they made this, they made that. But the general public had no idea. And so Nestor was saying, you know, it's a big risk for coming out with our first name brand and it's an expensive one. I'm like, no, because like the real people know who you are and they're going to back you. And ha- seeing them have this kind of glow up the past few years has Absolutely. been beautiful to watch and, and so well deserved. Um, tell us a little bit about the the new TDG. That's about Galera de Garcia that kind of renovated the new space that you're kind of working with. Um, how how that process has been going, and what you're looking forward to with that facility.
0: Well, that is an amazing thing because Tabacalera Garcia was um, part of the Imperial when the separation of the company happened. Uh, a new factory was built. That mm-hmm. it took a couple of years, as you know, <laughs> supply change and other things. Construction is always a problem. Um, So I will say this is the the most advanced state-of-the-art factory I ever seen. Mm. It's an amazing factory. Everything was thought very well. And uh, the most important thing, we were able to transfer the production for the old facility, which is only a couple of blocks, by right. the way. But to transfer a massive corp- uh, company like that, uh, production is is very difficult, and it, it was for the most part uh, everything went uh, extremely well. So. Uh, an amazing factory with amazing people. people have been there for many, many years. Um, we got a new team also of buying the tobacco, working with the uh, with the factory. So we are creating something unique there. So mm. we are, I think what if you have to summarize what we're doing in Tabacal Garcia is uh, is drawing in the tradition and experience on the of the past and preparing for the innovation. And uh, and opportunities for the future, mm. and I think that's what we're doing.
1: I mean, uh, the 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 newest one to come out of there was last uh, last year was the Monte Cristo, uh, vintage the, the the blue as Epic we all called group. it. And listen, I, you're, I don't want you to hit me. I might have preferred that a little bit to the 1935, just a little a little bit different profile. It was unique. they were very different profiles. I love the 1935, but what I will say is the 1935 tasted like it was the best version of that cigar, whereas the Epic Blue, I'm like, I haven't tasted anything like this. So the Monte was the best of that, but the Epic to me was like, I never tasted a Monte Cristo like this. It was very, very good.
0: And I think that's the, that's the goal, right? Mm. Produce uh, different, um, different uh, experiences for different people right. and different moments as well. So the Epic um, Vintage 12 um, was, uh, we call it Epic Blue because it's blue compared to the mm. other Epic 07, which is yellow. The idea of the Epic is something that um, that I inherited working in, in this. And the idea is, again, just like the, the aging room, was to make this Epic whenever there was Epic tobacco right. available. And then working with... Um, uh, one of our suppliers, which is the most important one, um, uh, Jose Mendes, uh, which is uh, it's, it's just an amazing mm-hmm. grower and, and, and prepares the tobacco very well. Uh, we went into some tobacco. He's the one that created the Pilotico for us, mm-hmm. drawing on the yes, original seed from 1962. So we were able to really have a different, a different profile. Listen, it's not better. It's not worse. It's just different because at the end of the day, we want to create different experiences, a different moment for different people or different moments in their life. Yeah, so it's it's good. Something we're very proud. The grupo de maestros in Tabacalera worked very hard at that, and um, and we're working on many new things uh, now. So it's fantastic. Well,
1: that's, that leads me into let's let's talk a little bit about. Uh, the new the new things for Altidus. You know, you mentioned a little bit about. I don't want to get into too much uh, detail about your the the. Lab I can't OM. say it, but I'm yeah. going to
0: have a job tomorrow. But I, you know, <laughs> I will try it.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> Javier will uh, will let this one slide. But um, well, getting into that, I just want to talk about again this idea of like this glow up that Altidus has had. Um, we knew each other slightly before you worked at Altidus when I worked in the store. You know, I was a punk kid. I had an earring. Uh, but I was... Great, at the th- yeah. great pass. Eh? I was uh, I was about 100 pounds heavier, but I was very, very critical of not Altidus as a whole, but what Altidus was producing at that time. And we know some of the brands that were coming out in the 2011, 12, but... Um, but like like H Upman was one of my least favorite brands just because every time they came out with one, I'm like, it's nothing special. It was nothing new. Looked at the same box. What you have done is turned me into the, I got, I get hate mail now. Like, Oh, you're just an Altidist Stan. And I'm like, no, listen, I, it's gotta be good for me to get on board. And what you've done with these now Monte Cristo was always obviously a Titan, but specifically H Upman, St. Louis Ray Onyx, I was always a fan of. I like the old Onyx, uh, but St. Louis Ray was a big one. Uh, H. Upman was probably the, the had the biggest turnaround. Romeo and evolving these brands, keeping what makes them special, but also modernizing them in a beautiful way. So, w- what is the next stage now? So, uh, let's take H. Upman for example. H. Upman, you had the one seventy fifth all time favorite for our studio here. Will always be uh, near and dear to our hearts. And then you've had this year. You came out with the uh, Nicaraguan heritage. H. Upman, what is there any other H. Upmans, any, any more things that you can talk about or even talk about a little <clears throat> bit about the heritage that you did with AJ?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the H. Upman, listen, one thing that Alta this has is amazing brand and it's all a team effort. This, right. We have fantastic people at all level of the, of the chain and uh, everyone... Um, understand the necessity and continue to innovate. And, you know, as a matter of fact, our slogan is traditional innovation. Mm. So you draw that DNA of the brands and make it forward. With... Um, H. Shortman. When I first uh, learned about this company, they were doing the A. Shortman Banker, something that's amazing cigar, something new, something different, drawing in the DNA of the brand, which was uh, started by two bankers in mm-hmm. Cuba, and uh, so it, it draws on that. Then, um, even before I I started here, I presented to Javier a project. Allow allowed me to talk to the marketing people and we created the agent room, I'm uh, sorry, the, the A. Shortman by A.J. Fernandez. Mm-hmm. So there's a blends that I had for for the uh, boutique blends, but FDA was coming. So we were able to create that. I put a little bit of my my touch on the blue and the thing. Uh, I remember it was not very keen on the blue, right? But um, I think the combination um, of that blend uh, uh and, and and the traditional h Shurman went very well. So what we have done in H. showman and we, we will continue doing is we divided this brand in the banker side. So we're gonna continue to improve that and um and create some news with some new things within the with that structure of the banker and then the continuation of the AJ Fernandez. Listen, I was I was very, uh, very afraid of coming up with a new uh, a Shortman by E. Fernandez mm-hmm. because you had a hit and then right. you, uh, you need to continue that. It's difficult. So we, it worked for a long time. I was afraid of, of moving on that. And uh, finally, with the help of uh, Javier, we created a name, we created the, the, the concept. And uh, we wanted to, to take the, the consumers or the followers of that brand into a journey of flavors. And mm-hmm. we wanted to do... A little bit stronger, a little bit more complex, a little bit more flavorful, but without leaving them. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, so the different couldn't be, but it was, but it wasn't. So we were able to to release that, and has been a, a fantastic one. Um, and then we created the the classic, the Sherman Classic. So that's part of the core line. Mm-hmm. So they have the classic, have the vintage, and some of those, and we want to continue. So the idea is continue those three parts. And let me just tell you, 175 was amazing, but we have 180 coming up. Just saying, we have a lot of different things been, it's coming. It's been that long, it's, huh? Yeah. Uh, when did 24 we... will be the the 180th anniversary of the brand? Is that in 1844? If you
1: need any uh, testers oh, on that blend, you, you have there my you, you have my address. No, that was uh, Greg and Chris are our you know our, our videographers. That was because that was 2019. I want to say is when that cigar first came out. And we just couldn't get enough of it. And then I remember Oliver calling me when uh, the quarantine was like first starting. It's like, you know, we want you to do some videos from home. What do you want? We'll send you anything. And I'm like, 175th. And he sent me like two or three boxes. We have a few
0: boxes left. Not uh, too many, but I will keep some for you. uh,
1: Well, listen, I am very happy with what we ended up working with you guys on with The Aging Room for the 50th uh, anniversary because I couldn't be happier with it. One of our best-selling ones um and and just turn out beautifully but my first question when talking to you was was can we get a 175th for our 50th and you're like that tobacco just doesn't so it's okay. just I not it's just not anymore. around anymore so yeah but you what you've done with that line is one of the great it's like the buffalo bills this year you have t- you have turned this team that was so small and just Bad year after year and you have made it into not just a winner, but a Titan. And I will always, that would be the most impressive thing for me, which is specifically H Upman, let alone everything else you've done with Altidus and and the whole Altidus team, Oliver or Javier, um, your marketing team. But H. Chapman specifically will always like be now my new favorite.
0: It's a team effort. At the it end is. of the day, we are only as good as the team we work with. We're just part of a fantastic team, and we all have different mm. strengths. We put it together, and we move forward to the next one. And I have to tell you, with everything we have done, wait, because I happen to believe the best is yet to come.
1: So that that brings me, you know, you have the two other big big brands. You have Romeo
0: now Uh-oh, what what can you.
1: you what i know we spoke a little bit in private last week and i want to divulge much. i won't say a word thank you You say whatever you can say but what you were telling me was gonna be a little excited
0: so and the romeo is let me tell you romeo mm-hmm. is the heart of uh, altars usa is americans the most beloved brand i think mm-hmm. by volume is definitely the most sold brand uh believe it or not um so we want to continue to to make the effort, have it the best cigar possible, but we also want to elevate that a little mm-hmm. bit. We started with the with Eternal last year, uh, which is a production coming out of uh, Nicaragua uh, with uh, Placencia, but um, and then uh, we introduced now the Twisted mm-hmm. series of the Reserva Real, which is a, is an amazing brand, and the Twisted, uh, which is a two wrapper mm-hmm. barber pole type of thing, has been an amazing thing, um, and then we want to continue. Expanding on that core line, but we want to continue to elevate. So for Valentine's Day, Romeo Juliet, Valentine's goes there. We're coming up with a fantastic new uh, release. And then we have a follow up to the Eternal that is coming uh, as well. That is something completely different. I hope uh, people like it because, you know, we we want to be creative. And that's right. what we're doing on that.
1: Yeah. Romeo has always been an interesting brand because when I was first coming up in the industry, obviously Monte Cristo was always seen as classy, you know, like the higher end one. But there was several like very high end Romeos out in the market. There was the museum edition, which was Absolutely. the first $30 Beautiful. cigar I ever saw like in our store. Uh, that was a, an amazing smoke. There was um, the one that we ended up using for our 50th The in the in the Red Tubes, the Anniversario. Yeah, Anniversario, a yeah. fantastic and, cigar. So there was, there was like a lot of, like to me, that was like the higher end Altus offering at the time. So for you guys to kind of bring it back to offering more higher end, because Romeo is obviously like the kind of the cigar of the people. Absolutely. The 1875, probably one of the best-selling skews out there. But to bring it also back and offer that like, Touch of elegance, again, I think is is brilliant. Now, Monte Cristo. Oh, well, come weird. on. You got you to so have something many, for me, Rafa. So
0: many great things coming up on Monte Cristo. We're expanding you know, on this new... Creation we have done on the 1935, which is this year number two cigar of the year. It's all Nicaragua box press. Uh, we're expanding on that, and then we have some great surprises. We're going back to the DNA, and we have looked into the into the the vault and some great tobaccos that we have. And uh, we have um, three new releases coming up uh, next year, which are amazing. We have an amazing um, uh, humidor as well, so we. Just we, I, I I think it's an amazing release. Is going to have Cristo uh, as well. One of these
1: 1935s, they wouldn't happen to be rounded, would they? I uh, uh,
0: not. I cannot divulge.
1: Uh, you, you know where to send them. <laughs> um, so as we finish up here, because I know you know you got a really busy day. You did. You just landed like 20 minutes ago, and you came right to us. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about. We're going to talk about it tonight at the event. um the Pure Origin, oh. JR Pure Origin Gran Volcano. So I'm going to tell you my backstory being involved with this project. Davide, our CEO, who we've had on this podcast, comes to me working on this project. He was very happy about it, very ecstatic. I didn't know what it was about. And he was telling me, oh, it's it's so good. It's the best thing. And he gave me a sample. I thought the sample was good. I'm like, this is like a good, this is an enjoyable cigar. I I, I like it. And then I give Davide one. He had already smoked it, but I gave him one out of that pack. And then he comes back up he was like, this isn't the one. And then you guys went into, and because this cigar was so, the one he had tried was so good.
0: He was crazy. He was, that. he
1: was, and he was fa- almost fanatical about it. And I never see Davide is the calmest, smart. He was fanatical. This, no, no, this is not. And it turns out it was like the blend just needed like a few extra weeks. And then they sent me up a, literally, he sent me up a sample three or four weeks later. And I'm like, this is not the same cigar. This is, astronomically better um, and, and not just, just better. It was astronomically good in its own sense. And we gave out some samples. Everyone in our office was going crazy for it. And I'm like, this thing is going to be a hit. And so then we saw the packaging and I know that Davide's whole plan. And he discussed this on our podcast was to bring the JR brand specifically into a more luxury high-end market. And I'm like, ah, JR brand, what's it going to look like? JR is not known for that. And then I saw the branding and I'm like, this could be a hit. Then we had the event last week in the city, which was kind of our first public unveiling. You did a great speech. We went That's out and good, talked to some you. of the, uh, some of the customers there at the Carnegie Club in New York City. And I was sitting at, you know, talking. I'm like, oh, what do you guys think? And they were nothing but rave reviews. And then I sat back down and I'm like, this could be a big <laughs> hit. <laughs> so tell us a, really quick, because I know you're going to, I want you to save your uh, your words for tonight for the, uh, for the event here. What was a little bit of that process um, in in blending it, which I'm sure you know, you you've had experience blending, so like you kind of know that process. But working with someone like Davide, you had maybe not a tobacco vision, but he had a great vision for what he wanted this brand to be. That must have been something new and unique for you to kind of work. Oh with. no,
0: absolutely! And this, uh, first of all, when I was approached by uh, by David and the JR team about the idea of doing something unique, uh, looking for different tobaccos around the world, you know, I love. I love challenges, and I love new ideas. I love, I love creativity, and I immediately fell in love with the project. Uh, we didn't have the final idea of the product yet, and but I know it was a good hand because David have assembled an amazing team to work on this. And idea, again, was looking at different origins. So this mm-hmm. Grand Volcano is the first one from, uh, from the series of the uh, Pure Origin. So as soon as they told me this and I said... You know, I've been working with this tobacco, which I love. It's challenging. It's different. Um, it's tobacco from Ometepe. You know, Nicaragua is known as the, the country, uh, the land of volcanoes and lake. And then there is a volcano in the middle of a lake. I mean, this is <laughs> it's fantastic. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, you know. So uh, I think it produces this, this uh, little Island is formed by two volcanoes in the middle, of the very large lake, and one of the volcano is active, and this right. tobacco grows under the volcano.
1: I think it it went off when I say recently the past yeah. I remember being in Nicaragua a couple of years ago and it it had just erupted like a few absolutely. weeks before
0: absolutely yeah. so can you imagine? The tobacco grown on this, is the soil is very high in minerals, and um, it's one of the few places that you can drain a lot. It drains a lot, it doesn't (laughs) affect the tobacco because it drains right on. Uh, You don't get a lot of ligeros, But the tobacco, uh, the Plasencia Grosier, it has an amazing flavor for me personally. It's one of the closest things that I've ever seen to Cuban tobacco. And I said, this is something that I like. to. I have experimented some other cigars and other blends with a little bit of here, a little bit of there. But for this blend, I decided to come out with a lot of tobacco front and be the star. The star. Unique flavor, different things. And then... Working with this because every tobacco is different. So you know you have the the you have the the theory, but then you go into practice. So this is a blend that it takes a long time to develop. Which is okay. I had to tell you, I never experienced anything in my life like that. It you make the blend, and uh, but we have already tried that before, and I knew it takes few months to develop, hmm. and. You know, normally when you smoke a cigar from the beginning, it tells you, you know it's not there, but you know it can get there. It's all trial and error, but you you kind of experience it knows you have worked with a lot of these tobaccos. But this was unique because it took longer to develop, uh, and then it flourishes. It it's blooms like a flower. It, you know, it becomes like an amazing flavor, an amazing aroma. And then this is when you become humble and you say, wow, I thought I knew a lot about tobacco, which I don't. I, I'm learning all the time. And this was just, uh, uh, the the flavor just uh, exploded. And it was just a unique, uh, a unique uh, project. I think
1: sometimes the feeling of being humbled is even greater than the feeling of like, when, you, you know, getting an answer right. So like when the feeling that you, oh yeah, I got that right, I know that. I think the feeling of being wowed and actually realizing how much more there is, is even greater because it opens up new, like there's so much more I can learn about this thing. And it's almost exciting. Whereas when you're right every time, or at least if you feel like you're right every time, it can become mundane. Like there's no more new challenges, but the when you discover that there, there's so much more to
0: it, I think it's even more exciting. Oh, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, you know, we are creative people, right? So mm-hmm. everybody in the tobacco loves to create. Yeah, we love a great cigar, but we want different flavors, different opportunities, different aromas. And when you find something like that, and then you discover, wow, I thought I knew this, but it's, uh, I just didn't know that. And it's an amazing, the process of discovery, mm-hmm. what I like. Exactly.
1: Exactly. We're, we're right in lockstep there, Rafael. So I'm going to finish up today with, I'm just creating on the fly, a new segment for each interview that I want to do. I'm going to pitch you a cigar that I think is gonna work great for you and your brands. And and you tell me if you're on board. So obviously you're a big fan of musicals, big fan of opera that have the La Boheme. Would you do a cigar based on me, tied in with La Pagliacci?
0: Oh my God. Which is
1: absolutely. my favorite, that song is, it's gets it's every Italian's favorite song. And it's so, it's, it's, it makes oh, it you, it hearts, right? Oh my God, yeah. I, I tear, I'm tearing up now thinking about
0: it. Absolutely, and that's what the, you know, and for that, I will work with the strong tobaccos um, because I, the thing is when you talk about that that particular piece of music, it's right, is, uh, is, uh, very strong, a lot of uh, sentiment there. But at the end, it's, uh, uh, you're very exposed to your your, uh, your feelings, right? Mm. You're putting your feelings right there. So I would love to work on that with a, an amazing, a strong tobacco. But at the end, you have some different notes mm. and different... Things that are more uh, um, uh, not as strong as right. it seems from the beginning. So it
1: me- mellows out a little Absolutely. bit, settles in. Absolutely. I mean, listen. I'll get to the drawing board, but I think La we Pagliacci. Need to do that. oh, yeah. my dad, my dad would go crazy for that. My dad loves. I think Pagliacci. I must have
0: been in a, 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 a Italian. Oh well, point. it was. it
1: was in the Untouchables when Sean Connery dies towards the end of the movie. They're playing a uh, uh, an actor playing Caruso is singing Paliacca. I've seen Pagliacci. the
0: opera many times, yeah. normally with. A, um Caballeria Rusticana they put it always together which is short the both short and I cannot tell you how Have how you seen Pavarotti?
1: Have you seen Pavarotti sing it live?
0: <laughs> I, I saw him performing oh, that that must be unreal. um yeah I remembered uh some some tears here absolutely that what must must been a been. performance. Yeah I'm
1: only like, hey, uh, he's got the makeup tears and then you it makes you have real tears uh, it's beautiful absolutely beautiful. Well Rafael this is always uh, an absolute pleasure Not just getting to talk with you, but learning more about your process, more about, you know, uh, the some of your insights. And also you just get me jazzed up for what Alpha it is. Cause then, and then every year you're right. And every year I want to be like, nah, he can't be, he's always hyping it up. It's not going to be, it's <laughs> going to be whatever. And then every year you make me put my foot in my mouth. No, so,
0: Nick, listen, I appreciate it. The opportunity. I always see your podcast and all the cool people. So now I feel like a cool guy. I've been sitting <laughs> this year, talking to you and enjoy. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank absolutely. you for, for uh, everything you do for our industry, our company, our, our brands.
1: And the same back to you. Thank you so much for, uh, Uh, for what you do and thank you for joining us for everyone out there make sure to comment like and subscribe find our podcast on spotify uh, apple Podcasts, everywhere podcasts are available make sure to uh, comment what are some of your favorite aging room cigars or some of your favorite rafael nadal cigars in
0: general and as always keep them lit